Welcome to Forever Blue Shirts Radio, powered by ForeverBlueShirts.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jean-Luc Shapiro, alongside Kevin Krupe and the wonderful creator of the Forever Blue Shirts website, Mr. Anthony Scultore. This is Forever Blue Shirts Radio. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for coming on today. And thank you, Ant, for joining us here today, the, ma- the maestro of the site, the guy who you know gets it all done, puts it all out there. So welcome again. Uh, before we move on, just want to say our, uh, our cohort, Russell Hartman, is not with us today. He is under the weather, and we wish him the best of health, and we will see him next week. So anyways... So, yeah, Russell, don't eat bad McDonald's anymore no, at no, like no, no, 12 no, no, no. in the morning. That's, that, that's just that's, a rookie mistake, man. That's a man. death sentence. What is this guy doing? So, Come on. In New Paltz, of all places. I know. If you're going to get fast food at like the middle of the night, at least get it in the city where you know the rats wash their hands before and after <laughs> using the bathroom. Well, we don't want to get anybody upset now because if there's one thing that we don't need is more people yelling at Ant for no reason. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so... Mr. Bossman himself, what do you have on your mind? Lead, lead us off with something that we can start to get into. We, obviously, we got the because sh- I know there's sh- definitely something you really yes. want to talk about. I mean, you got the Shesterkin and I can news. Feel it. You have the Shesterkin yeah. news. You have the you know yes. something with Leah Sanderson going on recently. Give us give us your take on what what's on your mind so far. You, you think this is how this is going to go? Okay. Sure. <laughs> First off, hello everyone. Thank you. T- Thank you for tuning in, downloading, and listening to Forever Blue Shirts Radio, powered by ForeverBlueShirts.com. My biggest pet peeve is these clowns get on week after week, and I have to wait and hope and pray that one of these guys literally remembers to go, Plug the website that runs. Well, I, I hate to I hate to I interject have on your rant it before though. In I, the beginning, look, I hate to interject on your rant, but you do know that's at the that's in the podcast. It's there. I, no, yes, it's it is. not. Yes, it is. It's at the no, it's, it's at the it's end. Not. At the end, yes, well, it is. At the end, right when everyone's <laughs> tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. think people are sitting there? What's this? Is like, hey, see you next you time. Know, as soon as that end music starts, everyone's like, okay, next. Well, actually, okay, you no, know, it's a right little in between. retweets now and then won't hurt when retweet. we say it's open. You guys want, want retweets? <laughs> if, you, if we are powered by you, don't you want to spread the word yeah, that there's exactly. a new episode out every week? Yeah, I actually I do. I actually post it on the website. You know? I don't know. I think people look at Twitter more than they look at the website. No, they don't. <laughs> well, to be fair, well, to be fair, to be fair. We 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 do plug it. Yes, we do. It's at the end of the podcast. We did mention it to you. It's he wants there. it at the beginning. Apparently, he wants there? it the Come second on. you turn it on. Okay, well that's a that's a fair assessment. If you want that to be the case, then I guess we'll just have to buckle just down that, and do I that. Let you guys run with it, and I'm still gonna let you run with it. But I'm here to really lace it to you. And by the way, Russell, you coward! How dare 
<laughs> you knew I was coming, and you got sick. Oh man, are you serious? <laughs> what is this high school? I what you did like a zit? You didn't want to go to school today? Oh, are you man. kidding me? I, I, I can't. I, I just. I just have to let him go. I, I just. And, I have and, to let him go. Russ, and Russ knows how much I absolutely love him. He knows this. I mean, he knew. But like, I, like he sensed. Like he used his Hartman Jedi power. To, like Obi Wan <laughs> Hartman figured out, or Baby Yoda, whatever. He figured out that I was gonna like kind of maybe like say something. Anyway, I. Oh boy. I've been I'm ranting. I'm ranting. You're allowed. You're, you're of no, course. No, no. You're allowed. There's an opening statement for every guest. They well, talk I, about I, it, and there was your opening statement. Blueshirts.com. It should open that way. You guys changed the music and played some. I don't know. 1992 Sega Genesis. I don't even know what that thing is. And I let you guys have it. And not a single soul has commented, hey, really cool new intro, but here I go. I feel like a 16-bit cartridge. Well, well, to be fair, I mean, we're trying to toe the line between something really rocky and something really techno-y, I guess. We wanted to try and put both into one. I'm, I'm sorry I don't want to listen to really poor quality of intros from like a year ago. <laughs> Where I'm hearing old calls. We have updated calls. Yes. That's the one thing I wanted Sir. to make sure that was in there was to put in new calls of new players. So I don't that... know. Don't you like how it opens now with our new president? Oh, baby. You know, I made sure I put that in there. You had to. Of you course. Back and you, now you have to. Got to throw a bone to the older generation. Why not? Yeah. I mean, like you guys always have your strong opinions. We might as well give you a little nostalgia here and there. Of course. Of course. Right, of with that, course. With that said, with that thank said. you both for running the for doing the podcast. You know, and Russ too. And you guys do a nice job. Um, you know, we need to pick up our numbers. Oh yeah, no, that that yeah, definitely. Oh, Where you told me we're on, we're on a down spiral here in December, guys. It's the hottest month for hockey. It's it's it should it should be higher. Well, now it's January, so it's new slate, new first podcast of the year. If this, if this, if this is one of our top episodes, because I'm on it, you guys will hear it from me. I I mean, I hear it from you every day, anyway. That's true. That's true. I'll hear it from you more. We're kind of exposed to it. Personally, DM me. Like, no. Okay, okay, Kevin. No, no, no. Stop carrying up to the boss. Okay, this is not the Godfather where you have to ask him for something on the day of his daughter's wedding. Okay, Kevin. I, he, he, but he is the Godfather. I don't know what he does for a living. Not He's very of, private. Not one of you brought a cannoli. Not one. <laughs> I don't know how I can bring the cannoli through the webcam. We'll have, we'll have to. We'll have to People use television. People are gonna want us to talk Rangers hockey. Yes. So. I mean, like at some point. Eventually. Yeah. So, so, so let's do that a little bit. Let me, uh, let me start with a question to you, Ant, that I asked before. Look at Kevin taking charge, JL. <laughs> I did look, ask look, you this look, before look, JL we, got here. We, we came and, to a deal when we all started doing this together that each of us would have rounds of asking questions and interjecting as co-hosts because that's what we are. We are co-hosts. We all do this a single together. host and two co-hosts. It's, it's us three. Three co-hosts. All right, frickin' frack. Let's go. Frickin' frack. Here we go. <laughs> I did ask you this before. A lot of... Rangers are tired of his play. I'm personally tired of his play. Also, Brady Shea. Yes. Obviously, he's talking. He's got a big contract. Where do you see him at I the end of the season? 
Okay, I don't see him having a big contract. No, no, no. He has a, a significant contract at the moment. Okay, he's not Bill, Tony D'Angelo. He's not an RFA at the end of this year. He's not a UFA like, at the end of this year. He's, he's got an AAB of $5.25 million. It's significant enough that might deter people based off of his play. That's what I'm trying to get at. Do you think that's a factor in trading? Do you think he's traded away at some point between this I season and next? Contract is an issue when it comes to when it comes to trading him. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently, on this little thing called ForeverBlueShirts.com, very small thing apparently. Yes, I actually wrote about um, our boy Brady Shea, um, and my thought, and and I'm pretty sure that. The Rangers, looking at where they are and where they're going, they're likely not a playoff team. I know they'll push for the playoffs, and they'll, they'll take their time. They'll have some patience uh, to make some decisions to where they stand uh, by the time the trade deadline rolls around. But I think you have to give a hard, long look at what you can do with Brady Shea. So Brady Shea plays the left side along with Mark Stahl, Ryan Lindgren, and now injured and looking to come back, Libor Hayek. But when you look at who's coming possibly next year on the left side with Keandre Miller, you have to assume that he's going to be given a spot. You also have to admit that there doesn't look like any chance in hell Ryan Lindgren is coming out of this lineup. He's not only earned his spot, he may very well be one of our best defensemen. Absolutely. I agree with And that he also brings something to the game that some of our defensemen don't, and that is snarl. Only Jacob Truba has snarl on the right side. He's got snarl. There are times D'Angelo will definitely show you that, but that's not D'Angelo's game. It's nice that he can chip in once in a while and you know throw the body or maybe even like, hey, get in somebody's face and throw some – Fists, that's cool. I'm good with it. But his game, he's most effective when he's passing the puck, head up, running some offense. Lindgren is going to stay. Stahl is probably not going anywhere. He's probably going to have to play out his contract next uh, next year. Libor Hayek, is the jury still out? Is he really an NHL defenseman? I think so. I've seen enough to to feel pretty good with him in there. Certainly doesn't have as much offensive game as Brady Shea does, and we should admit that Brady Shea actually has some decent offensive numbers. Oh, no, of course. Oh, yeah. he, his turnovers come at some of the most inopportune times. Like the other night. I mean, and his play in that is a little on the weak side. To, to It's just it's tough. He doesn't bring enough to the table offensively to, to compensate for what he's doing in the defensive zone. So you look at his age, he's still very young. He has a great contract up until 2024, guys. 5.25 million contract under the age of 30 as a defenseman is actually extremely attractive. Well, that'd be a bargain considering the cap is going to go up in the next couple of years. Uh, but but no, my argument was just the fact that it was just so many, like just like you said, the turnovers are coming at inopportune times. He's looked bad. Now, if you want to dive into deep metrics, yeah, everything else looks worse for the Rangers. But Brady Shea just is, like you've been saying, is the odd man out at this time because, you know, the contract looks better. But if his play is going to deter potential suitors, you might have to throw in more to get rid of him. Now, if I, no, could, if I could interject you, here you, real quick, if that's okay to— It's not. 
No, it's not. No, sorry, Dale. <laughs> what you were saying, Andrew. Shut up. I'm talking to you. No, but, um, you know, that being said, with his contract extending into basically the, you know, 2024, you said, 2025 around there, do you think that if the Rangers are trying to get a return for him now, do you think that will – Do you think it'll – the return coming back would be more or less because of the length of his contract and the amount of money on his contract? Because you would think a team that's maybe looking for someone who's a little more mobile might be able to throw a little bit more on the table to secure – Brady Shea. He's, he's 25 years old. He has, I think he has 17 points or 18 points in like 41 games. His numbers are, like I said, they're decent. Um, I I think, first off, I don't think they're, that they're done with him. Shea can completely rebound and be the solid defenseman we know he can be. Oh, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people will point to Lindy Ruff and the, the defensive uh, – you know, style that they play it probably doesn't help them. And that could very well be the case. Uh, Lindy Ruff isn't going anywhere this season. He will be gone next summer. His contract is up. I'm pretty sure his contract is up. And he's already talked about being a head coach. Yes. So anybody who's worried about Lindy Ruff, you, it, it, I think they're just going to have to write it out. He's here. <laughs> he probably won't be next. Of course, that does raise the question, is Greg Brown ready to take over as the defensive coach? You know, I, how much of a say does Greg – what role does Greg Brown play? I mean, he was brought here to be as a defensive coach, and Lindy Ruff has taken that spot on the bench. So I don't know. kind of sucks. Do the defensive woes kind of, for the season kind of orchestrate a different picture where they go in a completely different direction, get someone outside the organization – for that. I, I don't know. I, because I don't know. because yeah. you, you got to look at how like, – yeah, the, the defense looks great sometimes and then defense looks like they're playing, you know, peewee hockey. It, it, it's embarrassing sometimes for the Rangers, but they are still a younger team. You can't put that always, always on, you know, them, but Brady Shea should be looked at as a, a veteran. And you got to give him at least the opportunity to play another season if Lindy Ruff is gone. I, I, first because off, let's say, let's say Keandre doesn't – Let's say he stays another year after this. Let's say he doesn't come immediately. Let's say Nils Lundqvist does the same. Okay. Then you don't have that defensive problem. What about first off, Nils Lundqvist is is on the right side, right? No, no, no I'm just saying defenseman oh, generally. Yeah. There's something else going on there. Nils is definitely going to make this team. Is it next year? Is it the year after that? He's going to be on there. Oh, 100. Here's, here's the question. On the right side, you have Jacob Truba. You have Adam Fox. You have Tony D'Angelo. One of those guys is going to have to play left defense. Because I'm not willing to just say, well, sucks for us. We have too many good guys on the right side, so let's trade one and not get real value. I'm all for, hey, Ryan Lindgren, Keandre Miller on the left, and maybe Tony D'Angelo or Adam Fox, who's really smart, one of the smartest defensemen we have. I think he transitions with ease over to the left side. And then on the right, you have Nils Lundqvist, Jacob Truba, and Tony D'Angelo. And to me, that's your defense going forward. And if the right deal comes at the deadline for Brady Shea, and I, I don't know what the deal is. I'm only speculating, so I'm not. It, it, it's, I'm just going to throw stuff that won't make sense. But you do have, you, you know, you go Rykoff playing pretty well down in Hartford. Give him a look. Why? You have Zach Jones in the future. 
right? Drafted mm-hmm. Zach Jones. He's, he's impressing a lot of people. So who knows? My point is Brady Shea, if he's not moved at this deadline, and Lias Anderson hasn't been moved by this deadline, and that's potential, wouldn't it make sense if you had an opportunity to package your first-round pick with – Lias Anderson and Brady Shea to move into the top three if somebody was willing to make that deal. I, I again, but do you, Detroit, but, now, Detroit, but now do you hold on to him that long? A guy who's request has requested a trade. Obviously, not all requests go. You know, he, they're not taken. He has no leverage. Exactly. I'm not saying he does. And he we no. He'll, he'll go when they're ready to trade him. And I expect him to be playing in the SHL as soon as next week. Yeah. Now, speaking of trades, you know, you mentioned Leah Sanderson, and we're, we're mentioning Brady Shea. Uh, with the recent call-up of How Igor— How dare Igor, you take my point? <laughs> Igor Shesterkin. I'm so sorry, you? Kevin. You see, I'm doing my job of moderating here. <laughs> How I'm trying dare to please you? the boss man over here. I was going to segue into that perfectly. But, you know, now that we're, we're talking trades already, since we just jumped right into it, you, you look at the goaltending situation, like I just mentioned with Igor Shesterkin. Uh, the Rangers are currently running three goaltenders, and I don't think that's something that I've seen in my lifetime as of yet. Um, but now with Shesterkin here, do the Rangers go forward with three goalies for the rest of the season? <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Do they? Do they? Go- <laughs> oh, it's nice when the boss man just laughs at you when you're trying to make a point. That's great. Um, <laughs> That's what they're gonna do. So, no, well, yeah. it, it's not out of it. It's not out of the question because what, what are they gonna play one game a week each? No, but, but, but uh, it transitioning into my point. If Igor plays well enough in the little spots that he's here for, does this give the Rangers a little more sense of urgency to move Georgiev or even in the wildest case, which I know will never gonna happen? Don't throw this at me, Henrik Lundqvist, because it seems as if they want they don't want Igor to go back to Russia. They're and I think this is kind of like kicking tires not, here. They're not trading Lundqvist. The only way Lundqvist gets traded is if he actually comes out and says, I want to be moved. Of course. He, that's it. So I don't foresee Lundqvist doing that. Okay. Again, however, what is, you know, we know Henrik loves being a Ranger. We know he wants to stay here. He's, he said all the right things. He'd like to retire a Ranger. Um, being in a three-goalie situation is not going to make him feel good. He's not going to play. I mean, it's just not a good situation, period. It's not. Three goalies, dressing, even dressing as a backup, is not going to make him happy. Um, and, and he's one of those guys, even as he's got older, that still plays better when he plays consistently. Yes. If this guy's playing once a week, that's going to be a bit of a problem. Um, I'm going to upset so many people right now. Do it. I, I, Do it. Set him. You said, I, you said gloves off, Ant. Open I the like, door. Here you go. I like Georgiev. I do. I do. I really do. I like him. I think he's a decent goaltender. I, I, although I think a lot of what you see with him is a byproduct of Ben Wilder. Uh, just like Cam Talbot, just like Antiranta, they were so much yes. better here than they yes. have been wherever they've gone. So, I, I, don't, I don't mean to throw this out, but he was an undrafted free agent for a reason. Yes, it doesn't now, mean undrafted now that, agent isn't like can, cannot be a very good player. No, I mean, we have we have the exceptions, of course, but more often than not, if you're not drafted, this most likely you're not going to make an NHL roster. A fair point, but go ahead. It is, but again, he's he's more likely than not going to be traded by the deadline. 
Um, they'll find the right suitor. It could be, it, matter of fact, with, with him, it could happen sooner than the deadline if Shesterkin plays a string of really good games right out of right out of the gate. If they look at it and go, all right, there's really no reason for us to 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 send them, you know, back to Harford, then he'll stay. And I and I think that's what they want I, at this point. I think that's what they want. They need a little a little new blood. Uh, they got to get him his reps. The Rangers, I believe, and this is another thing. And you know, people on Twitter, I had asked them what you know. They had asked me what playoffs. Talk about Shea. Talk about Lions. We've already done all of that in a firestorm fashion. We've already done all of that. But here's what I'm going to say. I like David Quinn. I know a lot of there's a lot of people out there in the camp that they, they, they think he's horrible. I think they're wrong. But the truth of the matter is, this is David Quinn's last year not to make the playoffs. If David Quinn doesn't make the playoffs next year or is failing to make the playoffs next year, I don't see David Quinn being here. Anymore. Really? What makes you think that? What makes me think that? Uh, let me try it again. <laughs> this is David Quinn's last year not to make the playoffs. You didn't sign Artemi Panarin at $11 million and Jacob Truba to speed up this rebuild to not make the playoffs again next year. Fair point. I agree well, with you, that 100%. If you just look at last year to this year, they're already playing considerably better at the same time as they were last year. Well, they're definitely so, a lot more offensively, you know, sound. Savvy. Are they really that much better than they were last year? Because if I remember correctly, last year they had a hell of a November and they were in the playoff spot. And this year they're teetering around 500. Well, offensively, yes. I think they're better offensively this and year. It's not offensively. You're staring at Artemi Panarin and thinking they're better offensively. That's the only reason. Panarin is a fantastic. He's a superstar. They never. They haven't had a player like him since Yager. And Strom is playing lights out, out of his mind. And Zibanejad is great too. But let's be honest with you. The rest of the team doesn't score well, and that's why they don't. They they lose a majority of their games. They give up too much. They don't score enough in certain in certain occasions. Vancouver, they couldn't muster another goal. They just they don't have a third line that can score. No, and it doesn't it doesn't help that Pavel Buchnevich really hasn't been playing up to the expectations everybody thought he would play, be playing at. It's what just, about Kako? Let's uh, honestly, everyone. I love Kapokako, but you know, I know he's a rookie. I know he's eighteen, but other other younger players have have excelled in these positions before. Now. You know, it's not an Edmonton situation, and he's not Connor McDavid. But you know, he was him and Jack Hughes are pretty highly touted. Uh, they not, you know, he had some time on the first line. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. You can see the immense amount of talent. You know, he's going to be there, but he still hasn't figured it out. There are games that he's still playing around the perimeter. There are games where he should be cutting to the net, and he decides I'm going to just take a stroll around it or go behind the net again. Or he doesn't take a shot, as it you famously pointed out on Twitter. Like some, like I know that they're drilling it into everybody to shoot, and I think it's it's almost like uh, it, it's just like a like, I don't know if it's a sickness. It's I would call. If you, I, call if you listen to Joe Micheletti, though, they just they 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 love to pass. They want to pass it into the net. Even it's even true. the media, their own media from MSG is getting tired of them not shooting. And when you reach that point from a team that praises you from. You know, from the two guys that praise you the most, and they're saying shoot the puck more, it's a problem. It's, well, again, it's always been a problem, though. They're echoing what David Quinn wants them to do, too. Shoot the puck. That's why um, Jacob Truba should be on the number one power play unit. 
yeah. he shoots the puck. I love D'Angelo, but honestly, with D'Angelo pass first, Zibanejad pass first, Panarin pass first, Strom pass first, that's their mentality when they're out there is to look for the open guy. And you wind up seeing six or seven passes, and then either it gets tipped out of the zone or they're just kept out to the perimeter and, and nothing happens. Or they score this beautiful goal where the goalie's like literally diving to get back in and they're like, wow, that was amazing. It's great. Yeah, I know. It happens once every 20 times. It's it, it, it's it's killing everybody. Well, it's Trippa funny. gets up there. He grips it. He rips it. And you get a rebound. And that's what you need on a power play. You have a man advantage. Well, it's funny you mentioned, you know, the goalie getting taken out of his jock because I was speaking to someone on Twitter. I don't know if it was someone in the chat or I, I saw this in passing. I can't really remember it. But the game against Ottawa, the second game of the season where they scored that tic-tac-toe goal that Zibanejad finally finished when they were going on the two-on-one. They, someone pointed out that was probably the worst thing that could happen to the team solely based off the fact that they try to replicate that every single time to add to your point. So now what you're starting to see is just like against Calgary the other day when, you know, once they gave up the five on three because they were being too passive, they Im- immediately popped into power play goals because, again, they were shooting the puck like you say. But yes, to, t- but to, touch, on, to touch on about Kako, uh, just for the record, Andrei Svechnikov in his first season was stuck on the fourth line. And we look at the way he's been able to rebound this season. I'm in the firm belief that a lot of prospects don't exactly just jump ship and just every single one of them does well in their 18th season. You know, for Kako, I'm a little bit more understanding in the sense that he's still trying to acclimate. Yes, I know he's getting paid to play hockey and he's supposed to, you know, be here and do his job. But I think at least with the current state that the Rangers in right now, it's better if he gets these lumps out now than if, you know, let's just say in the next year or two when they're really supposed to be contending. So I think personally, he kind of gets a pass for me, let him learn, let him make whatever mistakes now. And then when crunch time really comes, you stick him into the fire and I almost guaranteed he will already have it figured out. Because frankly, to me, out of all the young prospects I've seen the Rangers have so far that have come onto the scene, just by looking at the way he plays on the ice, which you mentioned with the tenacity, he's got a, for, for the most part, he's got great vision. He's got great hands. You know, once he finally figures out the size, he'll do well. He's done that a lot better in his now stage that I've seen other prospects. I mean, we all, yeah. rem- we all remember when Filipino came up. It, it, you know, I hate to say it, but it, it was a train wreck. You know, you know, Leah Sanderson, same thing. They When they were here the first couple of times, it was just kind of like, what's going on here? So I think Kako gets the benefit of the doubt solely based off the fact that you can see the flashes there. Someone mentioned, and this is a ridiculous concept and I don't agree with it, someone on Twitter which is another ridiculous reason uh, that it's ridiculous. It's someone said that they should send him down to Hartford. That is the dumbest thing that they could do at this point. So J- JL, JL, knock, knock. <laughs> JL, knock, knock. Yes. No, no, knock, knock. Who's there? I don't care about Stechnikov or Twitter. <laughs> But it's a, but you have to Stop. you have to understand it's Stop. a fair assessment though. I mean, if we're talking about prospects, about, I don't care it's about. not like you throw him on like a competitive team right away, and it's like, First oh great, all, now he's terrible. Let's throw him down there. I mean, that was I, I get it. That was that was that sounded really good, JL, and everything. <laughs> but my, I'm not I'm not calling out Kako individually. I'm saying that some something's not happening here 
that I expected to already have happened by this point in time. We've seen flashes of it. We've seen games where he's, he shot the puck a lot. We've seen games where he cuts to the net. It's those games where he's in the when he's in traffic, when he's when he's driving to the net that he is the most effective. But for some reason, whether that be coaching or or the the, the style of play that they're trying to set up on offense, who he's playing, something's not clicking on a night to night basis. Uh, again, first year, eighteen years old. I'm seeing liter- I'm seeing all the makings of a superstar. I'm just. I was hoping at this stage he'd have more goals and more points. We are at the midway point of the season, and there are still games where I go, man, where is this kid tonight? And I'm not saying – again, he's 18. I get it. So plus, don't plus there's the language barrier. Plus there's a lot of things that could go in his defense, and I'm not defending him at this point. Hey, we're talking language barriers. Artemi Panarin doesn't speak English. <laughs> but he's also been in the league for three plus it, years. He's also he's been, almost Artemi 10 Panarin, years older than him. Artemi Panarin was scoring since they got in the league. And he doesn't speak English. Yeah, that is a fair now, point Brandon, on Panarin. That is a very fine. fair point. But again, like you no, said, Panarin is a superstar. Hold on. Stop. And, and, and Kako's going to be a better superstar. That's my feeling. But, Great. Stop. You, what I'm saying is the difference is his maturity. Panarin was, I think, 23 years old when he came to the NHL. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. Again, I'm not, I don't care about the language thing because Kako actually speaks pretty decent English. It's more so maybe not having family and that, that's, the, that's the real thing. It's not him, his inability to speak English. He speaks English better than some, some of his teammates. That's not the point. I'm, I'm talking about there are games where he's – like I'm pretty sure the Rangers are showing him tape. It just seems that when there are games where he gets out there and he's just – Instead of driving to the middle, he starts to go around the net. And he'll do that two or three times. I'm going, someone's got to tell him he's not that guy. He's not Gretzky. He was not drafted by the Rangers to be a playmaker. He was drafted to be a goal scorer. That size, his strength, what he was able to display display uh, in Finland and, at the, at, and in the international tournaments, that's what they want. And it's not easy – because you run out of room quick in the NHL. Too many big guys, smaller rinks. But he's one of the biggest guys out there, and he's a horse. So all I'm saying is there's Kako's going to be great. Kako should not be sent down to Hartford. However, if the Rangers decided to send him down for a week to get some confidence, I wouldn't be against it. They're not making the playoffs. And by the way, if they don't make the playoffs – he should absolutely be sent to Hartford to play in the playoffs. See that yeah. I would be behind because you give you give him more playing time. But I, I just, I just, I, I just, I don't think sending him down there would really change anything. Again, he's he's the type of guy that's got to start. That's got to play twenty minutes a night. The Rangers cannot give him twenty minutes a night. Okay, the Rangers can't afford to give him twenty minutes a night. Now, mind you, if they continue to fall out of the playoffs. They probably should reevaluate their first two lines and make sure he gets 20 minutes a night. I'm dead serious. I mean, stop oh, no, making the playoffs. We're about seven points out of the last wild card spot, and doesn't and it's not looking promising after you know three straight losses. And we're playing the Avalanche tomorrow. <laughs> I was literally just about to mention that. <laughs> there goes any playoff hopes after that, unless Igor decides to be literally goaltender of the century and stop everything. And become a brick wall incarnate. I bet but. you. 
I bet you, and again, this is, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. Now, what really sucks <laughs> is that this podcast, even though we're t- this game's not till tomorrow, won't be uh, out until Wednesday. Oh, uh, so it's like we're playing like, you know, hockey domus right now. And <laughs> so whoever's listening to this, I, here's my prediction, which when you listen, you go, wow, you got that right. <laughs> so at least it's like instant gratification at this very moment for you, the listener. But my belief is, is that with Shesterkin in net, the Rangers are going to pay more attention to the defensive zone and play a, a, a tighter, smarter game uh, and surprise a couple of people and maybe squeak out a three to one win tomorrow. So that that's what or or, or I'm totally dead wrong. And they're going to get blown <laughs> out of water like six to two. But I'm actually leaning heavily towards playing a sound defensive game for the rookie in net, making sure he sees the puck. Get clearing the puck out and trying to capitalize on their, you know, on turnovers and on their man advantages. I don't think they'll play it loose and goose like they had, you know, on the West Coast trip, where there were times where they were really loose, you know, they were loose with the puck. Unfortunately, Edmonton and Cal and, and Calgary, they Especially were really- Calgary. Oh, that Calgary <laughs> game was a mess. But now. One final thing, or a couple of final things before we uh, wrap up the podcast. Um, you, oh, talk about, you talk about you talk about cast ends. You, <laughs> you not me. You. All right, good. How, uh, how about I tell you what it is? Right what? now, Ed. That's it. JL says over. JL says we're done. Uh, oh, can <laughs> we have you on more often, please? <laughs> so, so the point I was going to make was, um, or am going to make right now, is. You talk about the Rangers needing to give Kako more minutes, of course. Now, there's a couple of players that are in the way of that, which would be, one, Chris Kreider, two, Ryan Strom, and you can name a bunch of other players that they could potentially try and trade, quote-unquote, whichever how you feel uh, would fit. So do you think that the Rangers trade Kreider at the deadline, Strom at the deadline, or do you think they wait until the draft to move them? Because now you're looking at... What kind of return can they get I'm from sure that's a deadline? What Stop t- it. Do not pass go. Do not Pride <laughs> is going to be traded at the deadline. Strom is not going anywhere. The Rangers don't have depth at center. Lias Anderson didn't pan out. Is is Philip Hedo really a, a, a number two center? Do we feel he's really – I don't know. I'm I think he's more team. of a winger, to be honest. I think it's more, with that size, I think he's more of a winger. I, think I agree. Strom, I think Strom should be the number two center, and I think you got to figure out what the hell you're going to do for a third line center because I think Howden is probably better suited as a fourth line center. So they, there's a center question for the Rangers. They they still don't have what I think is is enough depth down the middle. Um, you know, obviously Lias Anderson is gone. Strom should definitely be here, and I definitely like Strom as a two C right now. I don't see why you shouldn't be paying him. Uh, but that's it. You want to talk about Kreider? Gone at the deadline. You're not, you're not trading him at the draft because that's not helping. You want that. You want teams that are, are trying to go for the cup. They look at Kreider and go, I need to beef up for the playoffs. He's the type of guy I want. What do you need? First round draft pick. All right. You got two, three suitors. All right. You need a first round draft pick. You need a mid tier prospect. Oh, you want a first and a second. All right. I can do a first and a third. And if he signs with us, I'll give you a second. So it's conditional. That's what's happening. The Rangers are making the playoffs, and Chris Kreider signing for five or seven years here at $7 million. When he's in his 30s, you'll all be screaming just like you are about 
Mark Stahl, Dan Gerard, it's the same, the same story, so time to move you, on. I love you so much because <laughs> no one can't no one can get it in their mind that Chris Kreider, once he gets past thirty, is no longer the same player he is. Look, listen, I'm I'm agreeing with both you guys. I agree with Rick Nash did not last as long as we wanted him to. Look, I'm on that train. I agree with you guys. I I I love I loved both of them. They're just not feasible. Kreider is a 25 goal scorer. He's got these flashes where people think he could be a 40. I know I thought he was going to be a 40 goal scorer. He had all the tools, but for some reason, 25 is his limit, man. That's that's his limit on Snitsy Grubins, man. That's like he forgets that he's big when he's fast, and he forgets that he's fast when he's it's big. It's not even that. It's just it, everyone should – this is who Chris Kreider is. He's a heck of a hockey player. He's a top six player. gives you some secondary scoring. He's a perfect second-line winger. He's great for the playoffs. He stands in front of the net. He does all the right things. Anybody who's going to go for a cup, this is the type of guy you should have on your team. The Rangers are not ready to go for a cup, giving him a big contract. And somebody was like, Rangers don't have leaders, and guys are going to him. Uh, guess what? If Kreider's not there, guys will be going to Zibanejad. They'll be going to Panarin. Lundqvist. Truba. Truba's going to be wearing a letter permanently soon. I can tell you that right out. Well, he did Truba wear it this season. So himself. If we, we'd be kidding ourselves if we didn't look at Jacob Trubin and see captain material, okay? I truly believe it, it, it belongs to Jabanajad, but you never know. Uh, just a question from Twitter. I, we answered the three-goalie rotation. I did mock somebody. Was that you, JL? Yes, of course it was I'm me. Immediately <laughs> mocked, which was great. But are we going to see Kravtsov? Yes, we're seeing Kravtsov. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Once Kreider's gone, he's right up here. We're def- And then he's going to go back and play in the playoffs for the, for the pack. But we should be also seeing Kravtsov. We need to get a good look at him. And, you know, I, he needs to be playing 15 minutes minimum a night. So they got to figure that out. All right. Don't worry, though. Well, the, de- the lineup's going to get really empty soon. <laughs> well, definitely a lot of good points made there. And, and it definitely it definitely puts into perspective uh, the season that they've had and, and, and what could come. Because I think now... This is this is a focal point in 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 the in the rebuild as was the summer. So, uh, with that being said, uh, Kevin, would you like to interject anything or say any couple of words before? Oh we leave? yes, I have a few words. This was powered by Forever Blue Shirts. <laughs> you stole my thunder. I was just about to do just that. Just <laughs> in case nobody knew, after you know, it's on the site and on Twitter and everything. Kevin gets Steve's job. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, but last thing. The Rangers, like, they have the flashes. The last thing? No. This is the last thing. I was being sarcastic, and now this is the last thing. <laughs> I get two. I get sarcasm, and I get real. The Rangers have all the tools. We see the flashes. I love it. It's great. It's just they're they're a year away. And I completely agree with you when you said that Quinn's literally last year is next year. He can't. He's, he's got three years. The first two is developed. These guys, the last year, put it all together, and they have the makings. They have Panera, and they have Truber. They're going for it. Yeah, they got it. They can make the playoffs or smell it to the point where it's like right in their face. I don't expect them to win the cup next year, but definitely playoffs. You can't win the cup unless you make the playoffs. So I definitely see them using all the pieces they got in the last two years and packaging something for a top pick if they don't get within the top ten for the draft. But they have a lot. Quantity leads to quality in some cases, and if you just want to throw some decent prospects and some picks. At someone, you could get a top 10 pick, maybe, possibly. Nobody knows, but... <laughs> True. True. 
all all good points made, and we'll definitely thank you. We'll definitely. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to belittle you, Kevin. <laughs> I, I, it sounded like you're kind of no. You know, JL, you are the most polite belitter <laughs> of all time. Well, well, you did say that when I did reach out to you one time. You said I was very formal. So yeah, and polite. Formal, but an ass. But that being said, Anthony, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and, and embracing us with your thoughts and 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 and, 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 and belittling us and belittling Bracing? us. But but truth be told, in all honesty, here. Uh, I'm sure Kevin will echo my sentiments here and Russell the same. We thank you for the opportunity to do this and we appreciate that you have allowed us to use your platform to express our thoughts and feelings about the New York Rangers as well. So we appreciate that and we appreciate you coming on as well. I know he's probably dying so laughing right that's now. That's it. He's knocking out. It's, 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 it's past 8 o'clock. So oh, needs to oh, go to oh, sleep. oh, oh, oh. We gotta, Don't forget to uh, take your we multivitimin. Gotta, we gotta, we gotta, give, we gotta give him the Metamucil. Oh, no. I just, wa- I just want to say I utterly failed tonight why is that i so thought i could maybe at least once get jl to the point where he had to take out his inhaler (laughs) i i i i I thought i would like like i really try to put on my biggest jerk mode i try to be such like a sarcastic jerk i really really tried really good without cursing too yeah, no, I, I, you know how I feel, guys. I feel like we should be... No, 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 no. I'm saying you did well, and you didn't need to curse. If you need to use four-letter words to make a point or to try and be funny, then you probably suck at what you do. Absolutely. Uh, so, I, I, hey, I know there's some other Ranger podcasts or other hockey podcasts, uh, like Sean, er- Sean Avery's uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh <laughs> Have you guys heard that? No, Holy I haven't. Mother of God, what is that? Um, anyway, I'd love to have Sean Avery on, though. That, oh, that would Sean. be great, definitely. Meet one-on-one with Sean Avery. He'd probably be like, yeah, who the hell are you? But And he'd be right. Um, <laughs> You'd anyway. have to get on a scooter to interview him while he's yeah, going down. The only way I could get him on my podcast is if I like was like driving the wrong way on my bicycle in the city or in some – and you like, knock into him, and he curses you out, and then he does the podcast at that moment. By the way, his podcast is literally his Instagram account. It's like, he's just like, yeah, that's from like, what I've heard. Just, he doesn't have anybody to yell at, so he just yells at. He's randomly yelling at anything, anyway. Um, but anyway, just really quick, I appreciate what you guys do. Uh, keep keep the good job going. Uh, you guys have a, a nice rapport with each other. Uh, you, you, Russ, Kevin. JL, I'll mention you by name so that way people don't go, who the hell is you? Uh, <laughs> but Good in all honesty, keep it up. Good job. I, I would personally – listen, I think we could be a better podcast. I know you guys like to get up and get on and kind of chat with each other, and that works. And this is what we just did now too, so I'm easily to blame. I, I, I truly believe for us to be one of the top podcasts, you know, we have some stiff competition, and they are already ahead of us. It, we've got to bring some more production value to the show. We have to have segments. You've got to have audio snippets of something. I don't care if it's clown, gong, banging crap in the background. I, I don't care if it's just like weird little sound bites. We do need to elevate our game, and that's how I feel. I think the fans who listen to this deserve that. They deserve better. And, you know, I'm considering doing a podcast myself. Um, and so that way we actually have a podcast going every week. I know you guys are do, you're on a two week. Right, and I'm thinking no, to do two weeks every, every week. It's just the holidays. Yeah, that's why the holidays. We, that's we, why we it was a little off. Jeez, man, I—that's how unmemorable you guys are. I guess, <laughs> I guess you're right. 
Holy <laughs> crap, you guys are doing this crap every week? Without In our defense, we've only really started doing every week like two months ago. We're, we're, Maybe we're, a little we're bit longer. We're getting into a groove is what is I know we are trying to get into a groove. At... I, I know we have listeners. I know we do. I just think we, 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 we've got a plateau. We haven't you know, broken. You know, the listeners can retweet us every once in a while, too. Yeah. But why would they retweet unless they, they want – like, if, like I, if I was a listener, I'd be like, hey, you guys have trouble sleeping? Check out this podcast. That's what I would do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, with have that, insomnia. Well, Try with this. that being said, better than white noise. Before we go, I just want to say we thank you for your 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 feedback, and we thank you for your your comments. And, Did and... someone tell JL about <laughs> being nice? No, Can you me you're just sucking the you, fun out. Okay, of you JL. want me to be mean? Okay, I can't. Yeah. I have no reason to be mean right now. What? Why should I be mean? I have no reason to be mean right now. I was just gonna say that a lot of what you just mentioned are things that I currently am trying to put together right now. I just he actually sure. has been talking to this to me at nauseum. Yes. So you know now Kevin's I'm just hearing it again from you, Kevin, which means it me. Now I have to do it. Yeah, Kevin. Because I heard it from Ann personally. So that's why. Anyway, I will all like I said. I want you guys to to be the best. I want people to listen to you guys because I know. You guys know your stuff. I know you're passionate Ranger fans. You're passionate hockey fans. Um, I, I, I believe we approach it professionally. Uh, I think Russ, Russ is one one of the, you know, more knowledgeable fans I've I've dealt with, and I and I feel like Russ, Russ is a natural at being a host. I'm not no no offense, JL. I just there's something about Russ's voice and the way he, he runs it. He does a good job. So um, I. Oof. Ouch. Oh. Boost up Russell's ego oh. more, Ant. Jeez. Oh, man. Wait, we'll see if he actually I guess, listens I guess to the I'll podcast just... while he's not here. Shooting up McDonald's. I, I... He's too afraid to come on. I'm literally <laughs> trying to throw an olive branch to say, Russ, I'm sorry. I guess... I didn't no, no. I guess I'll just now. throw out my broadcasting degree then. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Anthony. He basically said, there you know, Russ God. is great, but Ant, you, but so Jail, you really suck. <laughs> He's basically saying, JL, your broadcasting degree doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay, they're tired of hearing us go back and forth and compliment yes. and harass each other. All Let's right. end it there. Okay. The end. Kevin, Let's go Rangers. Yes, Kevin, say it again one more time. Let's go Rangers. You've been listening to 4B Radio, powered by ForeverBlueShirts.com. <laughs>have moved to las vegas but raider nation is worldwide hi silver and black maniacs i'm scott goldbranson host of silver and black today the first and only all raiders show from the capital of raider nation las vegas nevada a-list guests like players and coaches 
and the best Raiders talk in the land. Subscribe and listen today if you just want to win, baby. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. And let's go, Raider Nation. It's me, Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. Join me as I bring you the latest news on your Las Vegas Raiders. On Just Pod Baby, I will give you my thoughts on all things silver and black. And of course, you can expect to receive the best information from top-notch guests. Be sure to listen to Just Pod Baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast, part of the Silver and Black Today Media Group.